Hello and welcome my partners in crime, welcome back to Murder Analyzed. Now today's case has got a trigger warning out against it because it is a case of uh, an infant, of a young baby, um, 20 month old baby. Um, it talks about neglect of this child and also the death of this child in this case. So if this case is not for you, there's plenty more on Murder Analyzed for you to have a look at. So um, that's fine and uh, I'll see you on the next one. So this case is this about this young girl, right? This uh, therapy cootie. Now, she was 19 at the age, uh, 19 years of old when she was convicted of this crime, and in this crime was taking place in December 2019, and this is from Brighton. This case uh, in the UK. So, now I want to start with this case because there's some issues about this case right from the beginning. Right, I, I, in this case, there's, there's so much, and I'll highlight them as I go along. I want to talk to you about what happened on this day. So this girl, this teen mum, walked out on her daughter, right, for six days to celebrate her 18th birthday. Six days. She left this child on her own. Now it was, um, or it is assumed, I think, and it has been suggested that this um, therapy lived in a mother and baby sort of unit. This is what this flat was. Now, this would have been for vulnerable mothers. Now, it's very difficult to find out anything, really, to show the truth. Um, There's sort of things, but I, I think this is where she lived. Now, if that's the case, right, you've left a child for six days. But the issue is here is not her just doing that. The issue is that it has been suggested that, um, actually um, stated, that she had left her child on 11 or 12 times prior to that. So she'd left this child alone, this 20 month old baby alone, between 11 and 12 times before the 5th of December 2019 when she decided to leave her child, go and party, celebrate her 18th birthday for six days, not organising a babysitter, not organising anyone, not telling anybody that she'd left this child alone, this child was also already ill with influenza flu. And then, really, when you think what happened to this child in them six days, is that because she was already unwell, she didn't cry a lot anyway, because I think she'd already known in them 20 months of her life that this woman wasn't going to show her any attention even if she did. This child would have been in such distress because she was unwell with the flu, that means her high temperatures and everything else that she would have had. She would have had no fluids over six days. This baby was dying while this girl was out partying. Right? She was out partying, celebrating, and she moved, I think, she went from Brighton to Coventry, which is about 150 miles, then from Coventry to London to meet a boyfriend, then on, you know, six days, six days partying. Why this child, this Asia, this child is dying in her property. In a property that it's alleged was a mother and child flat given to her by social services. Don't forget this child was 20 months old. This girl was 18 in, 2000, um, in, in 5th December. She was 18 at the time this child died. So she had this child quite young. 
everyone's going to say, what about her family? It was stated also by her family that she was estranged from her family. She had run off at the age of about 14. Now listen, this happens a lot, right? It, it, it does in England. It happens a lot. These kids won't do as they're told. And it's obviously by this character of this girl that she didn't have any interest in authority at all, any care in anybody else. And so it was easier for her to leave home at 14, run around the streets and do what she's got to do. Nothing to do with her parents. Her parents and her sister were estranged from her and the child because of this therapist's choice. Not theirs. Hers. She wanted to run her own life, be her own, you know, do her own thing, leave this child unattended. So that was her choice to run off and have nothing to do with this family after that. I, I, it's just shocking really when you think about it of how her family must feel at knowing that this child was left alone for six days in a flat, in the dark, no water, no food, already unwell from influenza flu and dying. It's a shocking thing isn't it for anyone, for any parent to think that their child would be capable of doing something like that to their own child. It's shocking really, but that is what happened here. That's exactly what happened. This was a party girl who thought that was all right to do that. Now, there's issues because, as I said, she'd done this between 11 and 12 times before. Not left for six days, but definitely left this child unattended. So she was under social services. She was in a mother and baby unit, like flat, which would have been local authority housing, for where you are, um, have people that check on you and stuff like that. A lot of these places have live-in staff, a lot don't. It depends on the area, it depends on the funding from the local authority. But you would think, wouldn't you, that for six days, they said they assumed that she had took the child with her. Well, you think if she's done it 11 or 12 times before, wouldn't you have checked that? That's my first point right wouldn't you have checked even think then you have to think if you were leaving your child at that point when you were 17 and you're in a mother and baby unit because you're a vulnerable parent you need to be, have parenting skills in this but you've done this 11 or 12 times why didn't they remove the child really then what was her excuses once oh didn't really realize twice mm, 11 or 12 times you know it brings doesn't it really this case again our services for these children or children's services you know it brings them to the forefront really they're not responsible for the actual death of the child but they are responsible because they had a duty of care to that child and to her really the minute they put her if it's it's true right this alleged that she was in there they have a responsibility because she was a vulnerable parent and if how do we know if it wasn't alleged you know if it wasn't said by these people 11 or 12 times that she'd already done this previously someone listen this is another child isn't it that's fallen through the net really here isn't it really but what in your right mind right and you're going to hate the sentence when I tell you it you're going to hate it in, in anyone's right mind, why would you think, even at 18, right, 
that a baby of 20 month old trapped in a car that's got no food or drink, that's also unwell, you're not giving it medication to keep the temperature down and all this. Who in their right mind would think that this child wouldn't be seriously ill or die within this time period that you've left it and gone out and parted? Do you see what I mean? You know, listen, I'm going to tell you now, this woman got nine years, this girl, this therapy, nine years for manslaughter, right? And you'll see her on the CC footage coming in. Now, she got nine years, and when she was first arrested, or when this first happened, right, on this day, when she's come back off her six-day, you know, running around, party, you know, happy time of her life, being 18, how happy am I? I'm 18, I've just left my kids. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm off, I'm partying. So when she come back, CCT shows her coming in, CCTV shows her coming in. She goes upstairs for about three hours. She's seen coming down with rubbish and different things like that. But then she calls the ambulance three hours after she's got in. So you can imagine how these ambulance drivers now are feeling. They've come into this property unaware that this girl has left her child for six days. They believe that this child has got influenza flu, she's unwell, and really they're now fighting at this point to save this child's life, and she was pronounced dead then at the hospital after that. But this girl still lied, so she was free to go off and do her life because they actually thought at first that this child had just died. It wasn't until a little bit later on when CCTV footage and stuff showed her showed that she had lying because she told the police she had been there all the time and this child had just died. The CCTV, the CCTV footage showed a different story. It showed that she hadn't been in that property for them six days at all. And when she had come back to that property, from the time of ringing the ambulance to when she got in was three hours difference. So she knew what she'd done is wrong because she lied. She tried to get herself out of it, she tried to clean up the flat, she tried to do things to stop herself being prosecuted for murder of this child. So they give her manslaughter, they gave her manslaughter because they, they you, you know, for having a murder charge, right, it's a lot for a murder charge, you have to have um, the intent to kill, right, to harm, to kill, right, that's what you have to have. So, um, you know, and the act, I suppose, was her she had one part of that because the act was then leaving a child for that long. But she didn't, did she, did she have the mindset, what was in her mind at that point when she left that property, did she think this child's going to be dead when I return? She may have hoped it, but she didn't, we don't know, right, because we're not bloody mind readers. This is the whole thing when you are trying to sentence someone or, or charge someone with murder. It can't be done all the time because they've lost the case. So they charged with manslaughter. Now manslaughter alone holds quite a large um, sentence. More than nine years he could have given her. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he didn't because it was quite clear by what she's saying and her actions, right, that she intentionally tried to cover up this crime. She had lied about this crime. And it is a crime, right? You've starved your child to death. It was neglect and starvation that killed this child. So you think, okay, so they're going to do her for manslaughter. So that's what they did. They charged her with manslaughter over this and she was in the dock and she was crying, this, that and the other. Oh, I'm sorry. 
which I don't think she was. I just don't think she was, and I think this was a YMCA actually, YMCA flat, so I don't know if it is manned all the time or if it's just managed, they just pop in now and again, um, these flats. But it's a really shocking case, this one, when you think that this woman has done this to this child. And really, yeah, was she crying in court for her own, I don't know, save herself, feel bad, feel guilty? Listen, this therapy, she, I think it was, um, she had put in, to, wanted to do some modelling, I think it's a pretty little thing. She was online, she had an in, online um, thing, you know, she just wanted to be a model. And you see her posing, you know, you'll see some photos of her posing with the baby. You know, a baby isn't um, just there, you know, like a bloody handbag or whatever. She had a choice with this child, right? Not to do this. She had a choice to get rid of it, it's up to her. She had a choice to have it adopted, to foster it out. Um, there's plenty of people out there that are desperate need and, you know, been waiting all their life to have a child and can't have one. But you have someone like this that, you know, has a healthy baby up until this point. This baby was healthy, happy baby. You know, you're in a, um, a place where they should be monitored, this sort of thing. And she chose to just discard it, just think, oh, well, you know, this baby, this baby was never a priority to her at all. Well, listen, her career or any career that she may have had with any modelling agency is over. The minute you've done a crime like this, you can forget yourself being on social media or, you know, being a model. You know, these people are going to stay as far away from this girl as they possibly can, and so they should. But I think with a nine-year sentence, I, I, I don't know, I think... Um, I, I just don't think it's enough. The severity of this crime was so high, really so bad, that she should have, I think she could have got 12, maybe 17 years. I think she needs to. There are ways that people can. I know there's been a lot of stuff online about talking about this case and um, to get more, you know, time for her. And that is to um, really you need to go to your own MPs and stuff and push and that for have this sentence, you know, increased because they can do that. Um, I, I wouldn't say at the minute because with this new government and stuff coming in, we'll have to wait. But, you know, really talk to someone. You can do, um, you know, signatures. You can do all these sort of things that um, and put pressure on people to up this case or this, this um, sentence of this girl because I think she deserves more than nine years. Listen, this girl might do about four and a half years. She'd then take off time served or whatever she'd done before that. You're looking at about four and a half years. And we do know, I suppose, it's quite obvious, isn't it, what's going to happen to this girl if she ever gets pregnant again, ever. She would immediately lose that baby at birth. That baby would be taken off her at birth because she is incompetent and she isn't capable of having a child or caring for a child. So that will automatically happen now to her. I think for her family, I do feel for her family because, again, as I said, she was estranged from her family and it must be a terrible thing for them to have, you know, what a shock for anyone, really, to hear this sort of thing about one of your family members could do to an innocent child. It's really shocking. Now, 
This is her poor daughter, this 20-month-old little girl. Um, and people have said, you know, I've been talking about this case with some people because it's so shocking, really. A lot of people can't believe it. A lot of people have already heard about it. And there's a few YouTubers that have done it and, and good for them to put out this awareness of this case. And um, I think with someone like her, I think when you have a child, a 20-month-old, who already understands that, you know, you're ignored, you're, you know, you can cry all you want, you ain't getting anything. They just stop in the end. I think this child would have been too weak, and I think the pathologist has um, said this as well. They would have been too weak. She would have been too weak to have even cried at certain points towards the end of it because her distress would have been so much. As I said, she had the flu, so her temperature wasn't really, you know, she would have had um, chills and uh, her body would have been shaking. There'd have been a lot happening with a temperature, high temperature like that, and no fluids put in the body. Uh, uh, for them amount of days and also the cold and, and stuff this girl 20 month old wouldn't have had a nice death right this would have been terrible for this baby let's be honest it would have been terrible it's a terrible way to die I mean if you've ever had the flu yourself um, to think that how you feel and you're medicated up and you've got people bringing you in stuff <clears throat> this child really had to go through that for six days on her own knowing that no one would come if she cried because no one ever did before. Now that's actually what was said in court. She knew not to cry because no one was coming. It's such a bloody sad case, this one, isn't it? You think, what has this girl done? How could she live with herself, really? I, you know, to me, it's, it's so shocking. So anyway, this girl, she's, you know, I think it was the Royal Alexander Children's Hospital anyway that this child died in and uh, she was pronounced dead on the 11th of December 2019 at the age of 20 months old. Um, shocking and this was really by the hands or the non-hands of her mother. So Aisha was uh, the child and therapy with the mother and the family said that following the sentence the family were in the midst of an unbearable tragedy which they were, of course they were, not only are they coming to terms with what's happened to them but also still grieving for their beloved granddaughter. Listen, I've got four grandchildren, and I know a lot of my members and my partners in crimes and stuff, we've all got children. These cases are so, you know, hard for us to believe. This case is even harder for me to believe because of the circumstances around it. You know, she didn't just have a flat somewhere. She had a flat in the YMCA flat for mothers who are vulnerable or parents that are vulnerable to be taught how to be a mother you've left a child 11 or 12 times before this it's been reported but she still has a child the failings of our system is getting worse and worse and worse every bloody every case i do it just gets worse and worse because nothing is ever straightforward is it listen the only one responsible for this child's death was this therapy that's the only one right she done that, she chose to go out and party, party hard for six days without giving a shit about her child's life. She chose that, she chose to do that. You can ask for help, right? She could have asked for help, she could have, but she didn't. Because she thought it was alright, her priority was not, never this child. Never, it was quite obvious wasn't it? Right from the beginning, this child was just an accessory when she wanted to be photographed on Instagram or whatever, matching outfits. What a load of bullshit this is, really, when you really think about it. 
because children are not there as an accessory to these young girls. They're there because they are children and if you can't look after them then have the bloody decency to give them up to people that can care for them because it's getting really tiring isn't it having to do these cases and listening to the failings of different services and these young kids coming up with excuses but it was my birthday I wanted to party no one gives a shit about her birthday when she was going to party she could have done that she could have given up that child she could have rung them up and said I don't want to do this no more I don't want to be a mum I've had enough I can't do it lots of girls do it and good on them for doing it to say do you know what I've had enough I can't do it rather than leaving your child to die in that way the bravery of these girls that give up their children because they can't do it right and they are brave to do that because they have a lot really to come get over once they give that child up and walk away but they do it there's a lot of teenagers and a lot of women old and young that do that and good for them for doing that admitting that they are incapable of looking after a child you can't give that child everything so you give it up good for them good for them for doing that but then on the other hand you have people like this one this therapy that thought I don't care I'm not going to give my child up I'm not going to give my child the best life I'm not going to give my child good health care safe you know safety I'm going to go and party and sodder really so if nine years enough for this therapy no absolutely no way she had every opportunity to do the right thing by this child every opportunity in this country in the UK there's every opportunity for you to get the help that you need she chose not to so she is guilty and far more guilty really I think than what she likes to admit in this case far more guilty and I don't think she's even got the empathy there <coughs> I don't believe the tears were for her she never admitted this crime she lied remember at the beginning she lied about it you know I hadn't left the house in six days I didn't do this didn't do that she cleaned the house up she tied it up first before she put the rubbish out and went back in to call the ambulance for her child that was dying that's what she did and then you gave her nine years I'll tell you, this country. So this staff have said that, you know, um, this therapy misled them into believing that um, the little Asia was with her and Aisha was with her. And, you know, but uh, come on. You're misled by someone that's already done it 11 times before, so it's absolutely bullshit. They're all trying to save themselves. Of course they are. But listen, it still comes down to the girl was 18 year old and she'd done this crime herself, right? Okay. They wasn't on her constantly, which they should have been, right? But she didn't didn't have to do this. She didn't have to leave that child alone at all. She just didn't. But she did. Oh, I tell you, you know, I, I don't know. I think we give these young girls this help, and that and it was help, right? This YMCA, these flats, and this is a charity, the YMCA and usually um, the local authorities pay for that accommodation for them and this about two years you're in there for this mother and baby you know training sort of thing for finances how to cook how to look after your child all this sort of stuff you have courses with them YMCA actually are very very good at what they do I'm surprised in this case but again this girl didn't care did she her 
belief that she could do what she wanted when she wanted stemmed from a very young age when she left home at 14 and thought sod your rules I'm going to go and do what I'm going to do she didn't believe in rules she just you know and she was a liar she's walked out she's dressed up partying I'll show you in the the, the nightclub when she's partying and the DJ's happy birthday she's having a whale of a time a whale of a time this child is not in her fault at all really she's just not in her fault so there's nothing there's nothing for this child at all as there wasn't probably anything for anyone that's ever tried to help this girl she was probably always lied always manipulated to get her own way to do what she's going to do and she wanted to go out she wanted to be a party girl she wanted to be a model she wanted to be this she wanted to be that but really she had the most important job at all didn't she she was a mother and she couldn't even do that so listen I don't know what you're going to think about this case this poor baby died in this um, Brighton flat you know in December 2019 this girl's been given nine years for manslaughter because the law won't allow us to prosecute her for murder because the intention wasn't there but her sentence can be higher it can be higher for that she's then parted in Coventry, London she's got the trains and all this sort of stuff the CCTV footage of her she's lied to the police she's lied to the ambulance people she's lied and her result of everything that she's done is that a child has lost its life a child's lost its life here and it's um, I think it's one of the most saddest cases I think that I've ever heard and I think the court sort of could see with her that there's no help in this girl really but the only hope is that any other child that she ever tries to have will be removed at birth and so it should so I want to know your thoughts on this case because it's you know it's upsetting to me when I do these cases because I think about these children you know I'm thinking about this poor kid laying in this um, cot for six days and no one gives a shit about this kid you know what can we do really to stop this happening <clears throat> what can we do you know we're trying everything aren't we really you know but awareness is a really big thing and a child's safety in this country and any other country is our ultimate goal is to keep our children safe and other children safe so if you see anything that you don't think is right with a child or in a family home or out on the street or whatever you should report it it doesn't matter if you're wrong they do their checks and they will leave but if you're right you could have saved that child's life so please there's some numbers that's going to go up if you um, know of a child in harm or in need of assistance or you yourself are in need of assistance don't be afraid to ask for it it's alright you know don't be ashamed to ask for help there is help out there and if you cannot cope with your child even for a short time then tell someone tell someone because you won't always lose your children straight away you'll lose your child if they die like this and you'll lose your child if you go to prison but if you work with these authorities and you explain to them that you just are not coping for certain reasons they can work a plan out with you and give you help and support to help you grow into the person that you want to be 
and to help your child grow and be in the best, best position that that child can be in to be safe. So please, if you need help, ask for it. So thank you for watching. Until next time. Bye-bye.